The following podcast is provided by Pinnacle Senior Placements, LLC, and Answers for Elders Radio. And welcome back, everyone, to Answers for Elders Radio. And we are here again with our wonderful and incredible Daphne Davis from Pinnacle Senior Placements. And Daphne, um, welcome back to this very important topic, healing. Um, you know, it's it's so powerful. And the things that you're talking about, you know, there's so many things that you mentioned that hit home. I think it's how do families come together? And I, I think that this is a, like you said, it's a process, is it not? It is. It is a process. You know, we've talked about some of the things that are leading up to a move or making Mm -hmm. a decision and some of the dynamics that can happen within a family. So now they've made a decision and you're ready to logistically make a move. Hang on, everybody. The family still needs to come together. We still Mm -hmm. need to have our patience because now it's that dreaded move. You know, what goes with mom and dad? What doesn't go with mom and dad? Should they be there? Shouldn't they be there? Mm -hmm. Should they be involved? Um, No, that's too many chairs in the living room. I mean, there's all kinds of things that happen. It's even to the point of should mom or dad live in an adult family home or a senior living community? Which who who is going to who is mom and dad going to be closest to in the family? Um, there's all, you know, people have these processes of, you know, how do we diplomatically and collaboratively come together on a solution that works? And that's, I think the big point. Yep. And that's where an advisor can really help you Mm -hmm. um, focus on what are the family's highest values? Mm -hmm. You know, is it that someone can stop by every day and see them? Is it that, you know, sister Susie is the one that's closest and she's been doing all the doctor's visits. So let's make sure that, you know, they're closest to her. Um, Rarely do I have someone decide on a location that's central to everyone because then it's not easy for anybody. Sure. Um, No one's really close by. So there are lots and lots. And thank you for bringing that up, Suzanne, because there are so many decisions that go into making that final decision. Mm -hmm. But around the subject of healing, this is a time that, you know, somebody might think, well, your kids are available. Why can't, you know, Adam and help and, you know, they've got strong backs. Let's use them to move. And, you know, for some reason, why don't we move mom and dad in with, with, uh, you know, Mary and uh, they can live in the basement, not realizing that the basement is not a good solution. So (laughs) there's all different types of scenarios. And I know that, you know, how many times that I talk to families and they'll say, well, you know, I was thinking that they just move in with my sister and I'm going like, okay, well, how big is the bathroom? You know, does your sister want to do a home remodel in the process? Does your sister have training to be able to transfer or, you know, if, what if there's a fall, how, how can you, you know, how do you get them in and out of the house? Are there stairwells? Are there's all different types of scenarios that happen? And I look at this and I think to myself, you know, there there are a lot of considerations that families don't think about. They go right to, well, they can just go live with this person, but they don't think it through. And I think this is where you come in to the picture and recognize. And I think the other conversations that I've had with people lately, which is interesting is I'll say, you know, what about an adult family home? And people will go, I don't know anything about them. You know, I don't trust them or, and I'm going like, you know, I used to be in that club, but I've changed my opinion about that. And I'll tell you why I've changed my opinion about that. And then I explained to them about working with somebody like you, 
what happens is, is that you will determine what is the best according to the highest value. And that's, I think, when we talk about advocacy, we're not talking about our own values, but what the value is of your loved one, whoever that is. And I think that's the thing that I think we miss so often is that, you know, I think mom should be in this fancy community. Mom may not care about the fancy community. Right. Mom may want to be in a in a home where there's less people and more attention and where they, she has her own room and she can, you know, be comfortable where she doesn't have to be in this more structured or larger environment. Yeah. And again, all of those things are, are, you know, they're variables, right? They're big variables. And you bring up a really good point because I continue and I, I don't keep this a secret. The best form of care for anyone that has any physical or mental challenges is adult family homes. Mm -hmm. um, it's just a matter of finding the right personality of home correct, and, and the home that fits your highest values. Now, mm -hmm. there are some exceptions to that rule um, and assisted living or a memory care may be appropriate, but exactly. I love adult family homes there. I do too. And you know, the more and more that I have learned about them is, and it, as far as the needs and especially for seniors that have been isolated, it can be overwhelming to go from a quiet, you know, one, you know, one-on-one -on -one situation uh, in, in your, you know, in your a family home that you've been, you know, raised your family in to all of a sudden being in a community where there's, you know, 80 other residents. Mm -hmm. It's a huge transition, especially if you're dealing with a little bit of dementia or a little bit of, you know, overwhelm. Sometimes that's just too much. Um, the, and it could actually close them down. I'm not saying that that's the case for all seniors. There's nope, a lot of seniors not. that are social butterflies and they like the activities and they want the large communities. And I think those are great too. And, and I'm a big fan for that, but yep. it's amazing how many times that, you know, the more and more you learn about a family, because you ask the right questions, Daphne, not the family, because they don't know the right questions. That's to right. Ask. What happens is, is that it be, the solutions become clear and it also helps the family come together on a proper solution. It, it, I mean, it does. It, yeah, that's exactly what happens. And just to, to kind of put the bow around this, this little vignette, um, generally, if someone can advocate for themselves strongly, mm -hmm. if they can say what they want, know what they want and know how to ask for what they want or need, and if they have good safety awareness and judgment, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I believe an assisted living can be very successful. Absolutely. If either of those things are missing, you will run into isolation you will run into falls or developed behaviors because they aren't out and about. Everyone has a desire to have a picture of a full life for their mom or dad. Mm -hmm. And the easiest place to see that is with other people, but not every personality needs other people to have a full life. True. And so smaller environments sometimes are needed. And someone who, I'm going to say this word, I don't very often, but someone who might be stubbornly independent um, may need to have eyes on them so that they are safe mm -hmm. um, rather than thinking, oh, I can do that. That I did was it. my dad. You know? Yeah, you, dad. you can't be, you have to have somebody who's there to see that, you know, George needs a little extra help without him knowing he's getting extra help. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well, and this and the staff ratio is huge in a oh, family home. it's one so, to three people 
Yeah. One to three people in most homes. Um, there's a maximum of six to eight people in an adult family home. They're fabulous. The flexibility is incredible. If there are food limitations, I mean, oh my goodness, it's the place to be. If there's mm-hmm. the desire to have oatmeal every single day and we you know with six it. raisins in it, they can have it. it it's, it's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So there are lots of decisions, but around that time, you know, in that quote healing process is to get through the logistical time of move mm-hmm. and, and to be grounded in, yes, we've made a good decision because we stayed focused on what's best for mom and dad's quality of life mm-hmm. and their safety. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. like the litmus. Mm-hmm. Is this pertinent to their quality of life and their safety? Mm-hmm. If not, it's probably wrapped in your personal value system. Yeah. So you keep talking about communication you did in the first um, part of this uh, uh, hour. And, you know, my, my feeling is when I'm looking at this and I think about it's really communication, it's you also can help them cover all bases that they may not think about so that there can be a plan in place so people know what's going to happen. And that can eliminate a lot of the you know, the consternation and the conflict. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm sure that that's a big piece of that. Is it not? Yeah. And, and usually that conversation comes in terms of what is the value in terms of an, another move mm-hmm. is another move. Okay. With you. Sure. Um, you, the family is, is another move. Okay. With mom and dad. Do we know that this next move is a stepping stone because likelihoods on statistical basis of disease processes, mm-hmm may need a higher level of care. And if you're okay with that, let's do the stepping stones, but let's also be prepared of what does that mean? Mm -hmm. And not just emotionally and physically moving, but what does that mean in their financial um, plan? Right. Are we maximizing their financial estate? Right. That's key. How do we maximize the buying power of their estate Mm -hmm. so that we're fiscally responsible and don't get caught short without options at any point. Having no options is not a good place to be. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. And feeling like you have no options because of stories you may have heard from other people or, um, you know, you may not understand the resources that are available to you. Um, This is where you're, you know, you come in and you can ease so much stress, just the financial a piece alone yeah. is huge. It is, and, and also just looking at working together with your siblings, I'm going to just make one last comment. It's like, you know, you have to leave your ego at the door. Yeah. And that means sometimes you don't have to, you don't always have to be right. And I'm telling myself this because I was the worst offender in my family, not mm-hmm. realizing that, you know, when you start talking about, you know, that person that, is pragmatic and takes charge of things. And, and this is the way it's going to be. That was me in the family. Mm -hmm. And the rest of my family was like, chill. It's okay. And it was like, and my mom, which was interesting is she was a take charge person, but she was a very passive personality. Mm -hmm. So, you know, she would tend to be more, um, you know, diplomatic and let everybody have their say. But when it came down to, when we had to get things done, then she would put the pressure on me to get it done. Right. So she was almost the offender (laughs) of the conflict. It's a good point. It's a good point to leave your ego at the door. You know, this is about mom and dad. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it's frustrating. But anyway, in the meantime, Daphne, how do we reach you? Uh, On a phone number, you reach us at 855 
734-1500. And you can also reach us through our website, which is PinnacleSeniorPlacements.com. Awesome. Well, you know what? We're going to finish out this hour with a lot of information about healing. And I certainly want everyone to sit back and think about, you know, what is it like in your family? How can you come together? What can you do to um, bring about peace in your family? And we'll be right back right after this. The preceding podcast was provided by Pinnacle Senior Placements, LLC and Answers for Elders Radio. To contact Pinnacle Senior Placements, go to PinnacleSeniorPlacements.com. It's time to rethink, renew, and reimagine retirement. Hey everybody, Jared Sebesta here, host of Retire Repurposed. Now this podcast is about the non-financial parts of retirement, which many times can be even more challenging than the financial. We believe retirement is not the end, rather the beginning of what could be the most impactful, purposeful, and fulfilling season of a person's life. So don't retire, become repurposed. To listen now, search Retire Repurposed on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.